Welcome to this edition of When the Biomass Hits the Wind Turbine, a discussion of sustainable living and what that means to you and me. I'm Jay Warmke. And I'm Annie Warmke, at you, least today. You are absolutely Annie, the one and only Annie Warmke. And today we're going to talk about the problems inherent with lithium batteries, or we can coo whoever we want, deal with it. Okay, now, that is like What does so that mean? Okay. 2019, there was a military coup in Bolivia, largely over who controlled the lithium within that country. Bolivia has huge reserves of lithia, lithium. And so let me ask, were we behind this coup? Well, well some corporation was behind okay. the coup. The person who is said we can coo whoever we want, deal with it, happened to do that on Twitter, and he happens to oh own Twitter. Word, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. He basically wow. said, hey, I want the lithium. We can coo whoever we want, deal with it. So, so he bought a Bolivia. Well, actually what happened, because it was a socialist president, um, I forget the guy's name. Let's see. I've, I wrote it down here. Is he related um, to Pioche? No, no, no. It was... Um, <laughs> It was uh, Morales. Morales. Oh, Morales. Remember the indigenous yes, yes, I president? Do. And yeah. um, so anyway, so off. as soon as the military, well, because he was winning the election, the people decided uh, who were sort of in the military said, oh, the election's rigged because you're winning. So we're going to, you know, take over. And then the Bush, or not the Bush administration, the Trump administration it could have been the Bush. jumped all over it and said, yeah, 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 this is good. And then Elon Musk and all that. All right. So it's the right wings kicking out the left wings over lithium. So what is lithium? Lithium. Annie asked me to uh, explain. I was going to say you're asking lithium. the question to yourself. I and know. Then you're answering. Uh -huh. But the, the, let me just back up for a minute. Sure. Because the reality of everything that we're going to talk about today um, strikes me as um, crazy. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. Just really crazy. Well, that's pretty much every week. So, <laughs> so anyway, lithium, lithium is, is a mineral, obviously it's a salt, uh, primarily, but what we've seen in recent years is lithium is becoming more and more important. In fact, a lot of people, um, say or project that lithium is the next oil. And of course, oil, uh, helped out a lot in in the industrial revolution, but it had its own set of problems. Yeah, well, that how came does with this it. impact mentally ill people that need to take lithium? Don't oh, I, that's a small little bit of the, yeah, but the market. that's just like some of the stuff they're doing now, where they're yeah. using it for other things, and then there's not sure, enough for the sure. people that need it. Well, you know, your mineral extraction. This is one of those concepts where we know that there is a finite amount of everything of every mineral, but what they found over time is it's almost an infinite finite amount. You know, you, you find more and more like and more an when you look for it. Yeah, it is, but the world's a big place. And, and so I'll get into where we're finding more lithium, but the thing is not that we're going to run out of lithium. That's not the thing immediately. Now, obviously in, in a hundred years or whatever, that's going to be a thing. You're so German today. So anyway, <laughs> I'm waving my hands around. Yeah. So but, where are we now? Okay. Where are we starting? Where are we with now? This? Okay. Yes. So the lithium is primarily being used in batteries, right? We're moving in batteries from batteries for cars. Well, and yes, everything? yes, yes. Well, your cell phone, your electronics, every electronic uh, device, and everything. <laughs> yeah, and they're primarily Even shifting those over to the lithium. You put in your head headlight, your headlamp. 
That's a, yeah, that a lot of them are. Um, a lot of them are. They're, we're moving there. And the reason we're moving there is because the price of lithium has become more and more affordable compared to all of the alternatives. Before, we always used lead acid batteries. Lead acid batteries were the ones that you're used to in your daddy's car, you know, where it had little sulfur deposits on the terminals and it was big and it was heavy. Well, just the term lead, and, that sounds scary. Yeah, and the extraction is, of lead Well, it's lead, it's lead and sulfuric acid. Yeah. Oh. So, so anyway, so we're moving from that because the batteries are much, much lighter, much more energy dense uh, when you're, when you're dealing with lithium. Um, and that's why cell phones, if you had to have a lead acid battery in your cell phone, you'd be carrying around a five pound brick. Yeah. But um, what does dense mean? Energy dense just means you get more power for the size and the weight of something. So, okay, so it's just like gold is heavier than, than feathers. You know, you can, you can get the same amount <laughs> of weight. Comparison. Yeah. But in the smaller volume, you're, it's much more dense. Yeah. And this is much okay. more energy dense. And that's one of the advantages of lithium and lithium has a lot of advantages, but it has disadvantages as well. So what I'm hoping to get to is that what are the issues around lithium? Because we are in a transition right now, whether you realize it or not, our economy is shifting away from oil and moving towards lithium in, that's in, the in reason a lot I, of respects. That's the reason I keep asking you to define your, your terms, because yeah. I would love for people to listen to where these things are going, because the, the true cost of it seems to me is pretty pretty uh, awful. Right. Well, and to the environment and to people in general. All right. Well, let me hit some of these true cost environment things or okay. what are some of the issues. Basically, at the moment, lithium is typically mined in one of two ways. One way is traditional mining. You dig a big hole in the ground and you, you dig it out. And that's the way it's mined primarily in Australia. Australia right now accounts for about 51% of the world's lithium that is produced. Um, but they don't have 51% of the world's lithium reserves. It's just that they're extracting they're it very extracting quickly. right now. The, where the reserves really are, are what we call the ABC countries, uh, Argentina, Bolivia, Chile. Those are the three countries that have huge reserves, but that lithium is in the form of a brine that is down under the ground and the way that they mine this is they pump that water up into these great large lagoons. Yeah, it's just like with copper. All right. And they, they let it dry, usually for 12 to 18 months. It's sitting here in these big wow. lagoons. And then they get people by hand to extract this, this salt and, and load it in. Well, it uses huge amounts of water. In fact, in some regions in Argentina, 65% of all the water used in those regions is in lithium mining. Um, it, it takes, uh, let's see, I wrote this down here. Let's see. Oh, 2.2 million liters of water to get one ton of lithium. When this is really bad. Okay, yeah, it is. It is, and it's really bad for everything and everybody oh, involved. Oh, it's, it's it's worse than that. Yeah, I mean, it's, no, it's, I, it, it it's just almost hideous. All right, so so it's an extraction economy once again, and you get things like military coups in Bolivia 
because like all these extraction economies, we saw the same thing in the oil fields in the Middle East back in the 1950s, 60s, 70s, 80s. 2000, 2010s. Yeah, of of our government and other governments trying to undermine locally elected officials for control of their natural resources. And the people of those nations very rarely um, benefit. Well, and I was going to say, and ABC countries are pretty far away and they're not white people and they don't really speak English. So you know, why do we see, but they've well, we got, don't care. They've got good soccer teams. That's for sure. Okay. I'll yeah, keep that in mind. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, at least Argentina does. Um, and, and so, so that's one of the issues. There's a lot of environmental issues. There's also human rights issues as we've sort of tied That's what I said. It takes on. off every box. Right. It's really awful. So those are some of those issues. And, and some of the battery technologies out there still utilize cobalt. Cobalt is mined in Africa primarily with child labor. Um, it's a horrible thing. Uh, then you get all of this, all of this resource that's then moved to China because China has, even though fifty-one percent of the lithium is mined in Australia, almost the, well, the majority of it is shipped to China to be processed. processed yeah. And and there have a been global economy. Well, there have been a lot of resource or issues around the Uyghur district in China because the of the Uyghur district. It's a, a forced labor. It's a minority oh, mm-hmm. within China, and there have been oh, yeah. issues around of forced what they labor there. In. So so basically, we've been heading down this path of transitioning to lithium, and the environmental cost, the social cost, is mounting up, and it is hidden largely from view from from the American consumer. All right, all of this has been going on as the price of lithium gets lower and lower and lower. In fact, in 2010, the price of a lithium battery was around $1,200 per kilowatt hour. Okay, that's just the way you measure energy content. Um, 2020, it had dropped down to about $130 per kilowatt hour, so about 88% drop in cost. 2023, we're looking at under $100 wholesale cost per kilowatt hour. So it's becoming very, very affordable. So of course, it gets incorporated into more and more and more things. And the big one, as you mentioned, right? Electric vehicles. All right. So but here's the deal. Whenever you start talking to me about the price going down, in a capitalist society. What is the true cost? No, it's not just the true cost. I wasn't going to bring that up. I've already brought it up. I'm always wanting to know that, but it's also, all right, here comes the army of corporations buying up places that they're going to speculate and say, hey, there might be lithium there or there is lithium there. And the same yeah. rules are going to apply as in the ABC countries where they use poor labor practices. They, yeah. It's an extraction economy recreated in, in the U.S. then. And you get that, you get paragons of social virtue like Elon Musk saying, you know, if I want to overthrow a country, uh, that's my right. He's a, what's that mean? He's a paragon of social I was issue. Being, I was social virtual, uh, virtue. I, I was being facetious. I was going to All say, right. so, but what we're Elon seeing, Musk does not go together. <laughs> what we are seeing okay. is in the U.S., a, a, they're anticipating a six-fold increase in demand for lithium, for lithium. over mm-hmm. the next seven years by 2030. So 
Right now we have issues and those issues are only going to become greater and greater and growing at an exponential rate. But you're talking about we meaning people who are in the industry of creating these no, products just society. that we use. Okay. Society in general. Uh, okay, society in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and of oh, course society is in my direction. Not yeah. really. No. <laughs> society is is going to greatly benefit from this, right? Uh, because we're seeing electric vehicles, that's saving a lot of issues, you know, but there are still problems associated with it. So, I would say these problems exist. Let's be adult. Let's acknowledge these problems and let's figure out how we can deal with these problems. Well, could we appoint you the mediator for all contracts then? No, I'm, I'm, What's the uh, I'm unqualified because I have empathy. Right. Well, that's true, but we're <laughs> so. looking. So basically what we would like to see those of us who are people who worry about these things and the true cost is some kind of real community benefit from these corporations that are going to come into these places and set up, shut up shop for extraction. And and there will be, I mean, there will be good players and there will be bad players. We, we just know that, right. That happens in every situation, but we can anticipate that the price is going to continue to fall. There's a thing within this industry, um, within the electric vehicle industry, within the lithium battery industry, they call it rights, rights law, like like the Wright brothers. Yeah, like the Wright mm-hmm. brothers. And and they basically say that the price will fall 28% every time production doubles. And we're seeing production doubling and doubling and doubling on top of itself. So we would anticipate that the price will continue to drop and drop pretty rapidly. Now, what this means to the electric vehicle market is going to be um, pretty dramatic. And I want to highlight that. But before I do, Mm -hmm. let me remind everybody, you are listening to When the Biomass Hits the Wind Turbine with Jan Annie Warmke, reminding you it is indeed the end of the world as we know it. Thank God. Thank God. And, and, and so, you know, everything old is new again. And, and so what we're finding is that as we move from one technology to another, uh, we are going to create a whole new set of problems. And and so what are we dealing with? It? But I was going to mention about the drop in electric vehicle prices. Uh, I found an interesting article where they were talking about in 2019, the price of a comparable gasoline engine vehicle, I think they were using the Toyota Camry or something like that, $24,000, right? Base cost. An electric vehicle with a 350 mile uh, range equivalent was about $50,000. Okay. You fast forward two years, 2021, that same gas vehicle, $25,000. The EV is now 39,000 dropped 11,000 2023 this year, 26,000 for the elect uh, for the gas vehicle, 26,000 for the electric vehicle. With a 350 mile range. That's where we need to be. 2025, 26,000 for the gas vehicle, 18,000. Oh, let's go there. For the electric vehicle. Because the price of lithium batteries within electric vehicle really represents about, um, I think it's about 30% of the cost of that vehicle. So if the battery keeps coming down in price, the vehicle keeps coming down in price. Mm -hmm. And when you put on top of that, the fact that by 2030, 
industry projects about 60% of all new cars will be electric vehicles that are being sold in this country. And they're all right now going to be operating on lithium. Well, so, so let's just talk a minute about pricing though, because the reality is that it will drive the market because it's going to be cheaper, mm -hmm. and pe but people don't trust it. So I think the other part that we're looking at is expansion of how far that vehicle will go on that battery charge and also the issue of battery charging stations, and that's going to drive a market as well. Yeah, those are problems. Those are other problems to deal with. The range anxiety problem uh, is being addressed. When you say a 350-mile vehicle, that's that's comparable to a full tank of gas. You know, yeah, that's well, most pretty people good. don't drive that far at one time, right. like you say, and then they're going to recharge at home. But yeah. anyway, I do think that that's there's going to be sort of a head-on collision, if you will, the analogy of that, uh, because of those other issues. And if I think if the price comes down too quickly, then there'll be a problem. Well, there's there's already clearly a problem. Um, and, and this is, it has been the wild west of, of lithium extraction, right, right. everybody running off, trying to exploit this resource as it's becoming this global multi-billion dollar industry. So I think we've done pretty well to this point, outlining the downside, right? Aside from their other issues, technological issues with lithium batteries, they do have what's referred to as thermal runaway, where if they're in, if they're damaged in some way they can essentially go into, uh, they explode, you know, they don't explode. <laughs> Thermal but they, runaway. They catch on fire. That's a nice it's, way of Well, it's, it's a fire. Self, it's an internal reinforcing <laughs> loop where when one cell gets out of balance, then it begins to accelerate the others and the others and you get Everybody the buildup of heat. Everybody gets excited. Woohoo! Yeah. And, and that's a problem, but it requires some pretty substantial physical damage, but well, automobiles, yeah. It crashed um, into sure and and that but gasoline tanks explode you know well, i mean yes. everything but like are that. these more likely to explode than a gasoline tank i, I would hesitate to say that that is the case it's but kind it of can enclosed. it can happen yeah. you also have um very high electrical charges within these within these systems so first responders when they come to the scene they've got to make sure they don't cut the wrong wire and suddenly you know they're electrocuted so there's a whole series of training maintenance infrastructure issues you're talking about charging stations things like that all of these things need to be developed but they will be developed in time right. and we um, have talked about that on other shows really it's going to transform how how we travel and yeah. where we travel and and how uh, we charge things yeah. and well and, that's all part of it it's just going to yeah. bring a huge change at to a, a sector of our society okay so let's let's jump into what are some of the alternatives that are out there because lithium uh you know in a lot of the re research that i read most people look at lithium as a bridge technology saying okay it's going to take us from the automobile the internal combustion engine to the electric vehicle, but probably won't be the forever technology. You know, it's going to last how long it lasts, 10 years, 20 years, 50 years. Nobody knows, but it is a bridge technology to the next big thing. So what is the next big thing? Well, that's anybody's guess, but there are some candidates that are out there. There are other solutions like solid state batteries, basically batteries that are like an electronic component 
So then you don't have the issue of these things exploding. Mm-hmm. They're Catching much more, fire, they're yeah. much more solid. They're much more uh, robust. There are some other graphene, graphene batteries that are an option. There, What's graphene? Graphene is just another mineral, but it's but super strong, um, super robust. It charges very, very quickly. Is it plentiful and it, you can it is graphite it without killing graphite, everybody. Graphite. Well, it'll create its own set of problems, no doubt. But it is an alternative. The one that uh, alkaline batteries—you're you, familiar, you know—the ever-ready yeah, alkalines. Right, the but they suckers. have the rechargeable, and it's another technology that's available. But the one that gets my interest is is saltwater batteries. And saltwater batteries basically use seawater. You know, that is the the primary salt that is use sodium chloride it has to be extracted though from the water oh yeah from seawater but um and and it is a technology that is viable today the problem is it's very heavy and um it it tends to be um more expensive than of course lithium well, it always batteries. starts out that way but let me yeah. ask you this sure when they extract the water the salt from the water is the water useful to life, like it could be used for drinking or watering. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, desalinization plant of sorts. Well, I didn't know it was the same thing. Yeah, I mean, you're really talking about seawater. Now, if we get to a certain stage where so much of the world is running off of sea salt, are we going to then desalinize the oceans? Yeah, well, where's all that going? Well, I think that's, that's certainly a long way off, but um, you know, that's when you start to get to a, absurd scales that, that it does create other problems. Uh, there, there are some technologies you can imagine where it would be quite useful. Imagine like a cruise ship that's in the water already yeah. and, and extracting salts from the water to create its own power source. You know, something like that is perhaps quite interesting, but currently the saltwater technology that's part of what they refer to as, as flow batteries are really focused on stationary battery systems. What's that mean? Yeah, it, it basically, if you think about a lithium battery in your phone or in your car, that's not sitting still because what that requires is something compact and lightweight. These saltwater batteries are big and No, they're and not bulky. going anywhere. They're going to yeah. sit where they're at. Okay. But a big part of where these batteries are being used is... Uh, in the utility grid, we're we're looking at once we transfer uh, a lot of our energy generation to renewable systems, um, then then you need to have some way to store that energy because the sun doesn't always shine and the wind doesn't always blow, but it does provide over time plenty of energy if you can store it for those periods of time when it's not available currently. So battery technology, of course, is a very good technology. And saltwater flow batteries, the nice thing about something like that, a flow battery like that, is you can increase the capacity of this system just by increasing the tanks of the cathode and the anode, which is saltwater based. So you want to... what do those two things mean? uh, Battery jargon. Um, You know, every, every battery has has two parts where they're transferring the electrons between Uh them. One usually referred to as the cathode, the other, the anode. Um, So anyway, if you want to, let's say you want to power a house, you might have a tank that's 
I'll just throw out three gallons, three gallons each. I want to power a campus. Maybe it's a thousand gallon tanks. If I want to power a city, a million gallon tanks and, and everything else is pretty much the same. So, so it's entirely scalable. It's just that the capacity can be increased by increasing the size of these tanks. But that's not something you can throw in the back of your Prius. You know, <laughs> I mean, this is this is not mobile technology. So at least at the moment, we're probably looking at something where there are partial solutions for different applications. Before so, we run out of time, I'd love you to talk time, about so. the Salton Sea project. Oh, the Salton Sea. Because yeah, yeah. that that's interesting for from a lot of angles. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've been talking about a lot of the extraction issues around lithium. So let's assume that we, we're gonna be we're gonna have lithium for a good long while. Well, the Salton Sea is an area that's east of San Diego in Southern California, a big old trapped body of water. In Apparently, fact, you can see it. If you do Google Earth or yeah, any map, you, you can, can see that see the what used to be a really incredible lake. Well, and apparently this area, I've never been there, but it's pretty much an ecological disaster as it is. Um, it was formed in the early 1900s when the Colorado River overflowed its banks and it formed this great huge lake but this lake was not something that had fresh water replenishing it. So it became more and more salty, more and more salty. And then, of course, all the agricultural runoff and all this other stuff. But then under the Salton Sea is a huge geothermal reserve. And, and so it's like got all the little mud pots and geysers and things that you see in, in um, like Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yeah. So, so what they've been doing is they've been building some geothermal power plants down in this region and they pump 600 degree water brine it's salt water type stuff up out of the earth for up about a mile and then they use that heat exchange process to generate electricity and then they've been pumping that water back down a mile down into the earth so it is a relatively environmentally benign way to generate electricity. But they found recently that that saltwater brine is lithium and they can extract huge amounts of lithium out of this at the same time as they're generating electricity. So they've got um, this, this environmentally sensitive, you know, in quotes, of course, I'm sure it's not as good as the PR announcements say, but they're basically pumping this stuff out of the ground extracting the lithium and then pumping what's left back down into the ground. And, and it's a closed loop system. They're claiming this is like the Saudi Arabia of lithium, that this particular resource could meet all of the United States demands for lithium, plus about 40% of the world's lithium needs. So if this works, ching, 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 and, ching. and my good buddy uh, Warren, Warren Buffett, Buffett he, he's the guy. He owns about ten out of these eleven power plants wow. there in the Salton Sea. So they're really looking at this as you know the next big gold rush, the next big Saudi Arabia oil strike mm -hmm. thing. And if it does work out, then many of those extraction issues are going to be mitigated. To a point, other countries, yeah. other other things will mis will misbehave, but to a point, <laughs> we'll see. And so, it's to my way of thinking, it's hopeful. But let's acknowledge the problem. Let's put our big boy pants on, right? And let's acknowledge these issues, whatever, and uh, and let's deal with them.
Speaking of dealing with them, okay. you've been listening to When the Biomass Hits the Wind Turbine with Jay and Annie Warmke. We want to thank our, what, salt and sea of producers, Adam Rich. <laughs> I hope And not. we want to thank oh, you please. for spending just a little bit of time with us. And as your grandmother hopefully told you, the secret to a happy and successful life is... Sustainable life, anyway, yeah. is play nice with others, clean up your own mess, and eat your vegetables. Boy, that's the powerful one there right there. Till next time. Bye-bye. You can find more information on living sustainably in our unsustainable world at blurockstation.com.